0: Welcome back to Gaze With Kids. I'm Britt Smith, assistant editor at GazeWithKids.com, and we're popping back in ahead of season three with a special mini episode to discuss the current baby formula shortage in the US. The current shortage started ramping up at the beginning of 2022 due in part to the pandemic's impact on supply chains and fueled by the expanded recall of powdered formula in February by Abbott Labs in Michigan. So how bad is the formula shortage? And how are gay dads getting through it? Well, at the end of the first week of May, 43% of formula was out of stock at retailers nationwide. And that's up from 31% about a month prior. Now it's late May and queer families are really feeling the formula pinch, especially those without access to donated breast milk and those who are adopting and fostering newborn babies. To learn more about what's going on, first, I checked in with new dads, Mario and Monty in Nebraska, to find out how they've been staying stocked up on food for their daughter, Mirela, who was born via surrogacy around the same time the formula shortage started. As they explain, their surrogate carrier, Ariel, was initially able to help them out. How has feeding been for the first few months? Now she's three months old, right? Yes. yes.
1: Um, feeding was- Good in the beginning, it was a uh, Ariel was doing um, breastfeeding. Uh, we had our first appointment with the uh, pediatrician. Yeah, they're like, Yeah, so if you want to, you know, help her one get more sleep, you can start adding formula at nighttime that way because it takes longer for it to di- digest. And um, that was fun because I guess her stomach was getting situated to that, and there's one specific night monty picked her up and she just let go everywhere
0: <laughs> oh the joys of parenthood yeah yes. yes and
1: so um so we we did the breastfeeding we did the we went back and forth with the formula. Mm-hmm. she's not able to breastfeed as much or not any much anymore because there isn't like uh she's not with Morella at the moment mm-hmm. and so i think what i learned was that once the baby cries i guess that releases a chemical or something in
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: See, I had no mm-hmm. idea about
2: that. And so she wasn't pumping anymore. So, uh, we strictly wanted to, um, keep her on breast milk as long as we could, um, because we know how good it is for them. But so we kind of got worried a little bit, um, when, um, air was producing as much. And so I, I hopped on to, uh, a, a site local, local, like a local site. And I just asked like, Hey, um, um, one of my friends is a Dooley, and she told me about this uh, page. She was like, "Go up there and ask; you never know." And I told everybody our situation, and within less than an hour, four women reached out to me. And was like, "Hey, like, hey, I'm, I'm, um, I'm backstated. I have my shots. I have all this stuff. I've got paper to prove that I'm healthy. I have extra. I got extra. We would love to give you. And we had literally within again with, within an hour, so we had. A deep freezer full, every freezer in our house full of breast milk, still to this
0: yeah. day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, what a community came around you. That's amazing.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And we have this one lady who she is now our, our like permanent bre- like breast milk donor. So she she donates to us because she over pumps every week. She pumps a lot. And so, um, and she's like, Well, I it's gonna go to waste because her son's latching directly, so she's not really using all the extra all milk. Right. And so each week she gives us three to four grocery bags full of breast milk. Yes.
0: Holy moly. And right now there's a a formula shortage going on. So that's like gold. Yes.
2: Which is um, a huge blessing to us right now because we don't have, we're not necessarily struggling with that. And we know how a lot of people are struggling, but at at one point in time, we were a part of that um, because we, we, when we were, when we met more to um, the, formula because we didn't have breast milk we got worried because we couldn't find the milk that she was that she was good with because one milk she couldn't have it was messing her stomach up Mm. so we had to get a gentle ease and then next thing you know every everything was sold from every stock everywhere and it was like Mm -hmm. oh what are we gonna do like we're freaking out like how are we gonna feed our daughter and then that's when we got on the page
0: wow Uh Next, I checked in with leading California-based paediatrician and author of the book, What to Feed Your Baby, Dr. Tanya Altman, to get some tips on what options gay dads have if they don't have access to donated breast milk during the shortage, and how long the formula issue is expected to last.
3: My name is Dr. Tanya Altman. I'm a paediatrician and founder of Calabasas Pediatrics Wellness Center. I am a mom of three boys um, who I breastfed and gave formula to. And I am also consulting for Ozzy Bub's um, International Formula in Australia.
0: So today we're going to talk about an issue that's really impacting the gay dead community, which is the shortage of formula here in the US. Can you tell us what's up, what's going on? Yeah, you know,
3: it's really unfortunate that we found ourselves in this position. I mean, I I can't believe that, you know, in 2022 in the United States, we could all of a sudden be at a shortage where we can't find what is needed to feed babies. Um, And I think a few factors came into play. I mean, we had the pandemic, we had supply chain issues, but then there was also the shutdown of the major facility in Michigan. Mm. And I don't think um, the US government really realized what a dramatic impact that would have on our food supply for US babies. So we are really in a crisis situation right now. And as a pediatrician, I am getting phone calls all day long for my own patients and emails but also i'm getting posts on social media from parents across the country you know asking me for help and what what can they feed their baby you know if their regular formula isn't available and they need to make a change
0: so what are the options because there are obviously problems with switching formula some of the babies have bad reactions, what should parents do?
3: So in most cases, baby will do. babies
0: will do fine on another
3: brand formula. And I know that everyone is sort of used to hearing like, hey, we have to stick with the same one. But when I was supplementing my boys, I literally took home whatever samples I had from my office and they got different formula every day. So as long as your child doesn't have a food allergy, so like an allergy to dairy, for example, or soy, or an intolerance, or hasn't had a serious reaction to formula in the past, they may do fine on another formula brand. I mean, there are many that have a lot of similarities. Now, it can take them a few days to get used to it, so you might notice that they seem a little more fussy, a little more spit-up-y, or their stools change for a few days. But as long as there's nothing serious, I would continue it, um, because they should get used to it and take it fine.
0: What is there that are, are other options for dads? Obviously, there are different brands that you can switch to. Um, are there any other kinds of formula or milk that are good options? Well, when you're looking for formula, you know, I tell parents look at a lot of the smaller mom and pop stores
3: because while the big stores may be out on their shelves, a lot of the smaller stores still have them. And also call your pediatrician. We get samples in our office all the time, and I've been handing out samples to my own patients and everyone in the community. So that is another option. Um, If you're interested in human breast milk, there is the Human Breast Milk Bank of North America, as well as local breast milk banks, depending on where you live across the country, where you can use donor breast milk. And if you have an older infant who's over six to nine months of age, who's already eating a variety of solid food, especially iron-rich food, you may be able to get away with toddler formula. And with toddler formula, we have a lot more options available because there's, they're not in short supply right now. They don't have the same regulation as the infant formula does, so they are available all over the place. And so you can look for a clean-label toddler formula. And I like to look for ones that have the Clean Label Purity Award because that way you know they've been tested for over 400 contaminants. Um, and that they are a very clean, nutrient-rich supplement. And so that's another option, especially because as your baby gets close to a year, they're probably not drinking as much of the infant formula.
0: Yeah, so I I found uh, a statistic that babies who are over six months, at least 75% of babies over six months are still on some sort of formula. Um, What are some of those iron-rich foods that parents could add in? So that's a great question. I love talking
3: about starting solid. So usually we start solid food around four to six months of age. And some of the more recent research has actually shown that starting your baby on a variety of foods, especially those allergic type foods, early on can decrease the chance of allergies. So in terms of iron rich foods, lentils and beans are a great plant-based source of iron. They're also soft, you can mush them up for um, babies that are finger feeding around eight or nine months of age, they can pick them up and eat them. And then also all of the meats, whether it's chicken, turkey, beef, you know, unless you're a vegetarian family, um, fish as well, those also have iron. And then there's all the iron fortified products we have, like the cereals and grains. Again, I prefer the whole grains, the healthy grains over the white grains. Um, and so those, those are a lot of different options for iron rich foods to feed, to feed your older infant.
0: That's really good to know. So we talked about if babies don't have issues or allergies and they can switch over kind of easily during this crisis. What about babies who have those special issues? So then it becomes a little
3: more challenging and you really need to talk to your pediatrician. There are still other options available, but it will be a little more limited depending on exactly what your child is allergic to or what their sensitivities are. So you wanna make sure, let's say, that if your baby has a dairy allergy, for example, then they are gonna to have to choose probably a plant-based or hypoallergenic formula. Um, and then your pediatrician can direct you to different options there. Sometimes you can get those formulas also from a pharmacy or with a prescription through your insurance, they can be mail-ordered and shipped to you. So that can be another option in that case.
0: Good to know. Um, when do you, or when do experts, think that this shortage might sort of let up. How long do we have to plan? I know there's a lot of families that have been stockpiling, which is also not helping the issue.
3: It's tough. I mean, I totally understand that you want to stockpile. I mean, you need this to feed your baby, right? But we're trying to ask everyone not to stock up for more than two weeks because we want to allow everybody to sort of have the same, you know, ability to get that formula. But I think right now I have been very pleased to see that the FDA and the White House are really working quickly. And they decided the other day, which is amazing, to take applications for high quality, European, not European, sorry, international formula. So Australian, European, and other places that meet the infant um nutrition requirements that are made in fda registered facilities that have a proven track record for feeding babies in their own country of origin for a really long time and i know there are certain countries i don't know if you want me to talk about those specific countries where are ready with hundreds of thousands of tins ready to go and to fly it over here as soon as they get okay from the fda and i know that australia is one of those countries that has been working really hard they have an abundance of natural resources a safe clean and nutritious food and supply chain control, and they are ready to go to help us out of this crisis. And I think that if we give approval and authorization and start allowing very high quality, clean label, nutrient rich formulas from other countries, we will see ourselves getting out of this shortage in the next week or two, which we really need and would be amazing.
0: That would be amazing. I was expecting it would be more like a few months. So to hear that it could be a few weeks would be incredible.
3: Well, it depends which path they take. Now, I know that some are waiting for the Michigan plant to open up. That is going to take a few months. I mean, they have to make some upgrades. um, And then to just start production and get it tested again is going to take a few months. But I think if we look outside of our U.S. borders, um, two countries that have very similar food safety standards. In fact, I was surprised to learn the other day that we have a reciprocal agreement with Australia, New Zealand, and Canada that they all have equivalent food safety standards as the United States. So therefore, why shouldn't we be allowing these countries to import formula into our country, you know, for American parents to purchase. And I think this is the direction that I hope that the White House goes. And I keep checking the news every hour to see when they're gonna approve it. But I think um, this is something that is gonna be very needed and necessary to help get us out of this serious crisis.
0: It would be great if there was something that could happen with foreign countries, especially those that have similar guidelines to the FDA.
3: Yeah, and I think this is something that, you know, will be good for the future as well. We need more high-quality options in the United States for our parents. There's no reason why we should only have a few top brands that are supplying all of the infant nutrition for our country. So, you know, this could change the way we see infant
0: formula in the United States for years to come, and I think that could be a good thing. Very interesting. Well, we appreciate your guidance on this topic, Dr. Altman. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about it. Thank you for having me. Thanks to Dr. Tanya Altman for joining us on this mini episode. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening right now so you don't miss our third season, which drops on June 1st with more important and moving stories from the gay dad community. Follow us on social media at gays underscore with underscore kids and check out gayswithkids.com for all the news and information that matters to the queer parenting community. That's gayswithkids.com. And we'll see you June 1st to kick off season three.